Hello, and welcome to another episode of All of Them Witches. I'm your host, Marcus, here to talk about horror movies. To get a peek behind the scenes, I'm kind of recording these all in a rapid succession, so there is not much to talk about in regards to other movies I've seen recently. But I want to talk about a movie that I just picked up during the Vinegar Syndrome Halfway to Black Friday sale. They had a bunch of stuff out. You know, um, those sales, they basically will... Except for the newest releases, they'll have everything for like 50% off, which is a great deal and a good way to get a bunch of movies at once. If you're looking like to pick up multiple things, definitely do it then rather than picking stuff up one by one. So anyway, one of the movies I picked up in my big lot of purchases was the McPherson tape. And I honestly knew nothing about this except that the slipcover looked pretty damn cool. Um, unfortunately, I did not get to order it in time for the slipcover uh, to still be available. And I looked on eBay, and apparently someone sold the full thing, the slipcover and the movie, for like 140 bucks, which is way too much money for a movie. Um, but I think there's a hot interest in these Vinegar Syndrome slipcovers, unfortunately. So I may never get one. But that's okay. I don't need it. I have the movie. So, like I said, I knew nothing about this movie at all. Um... Except that it's found footage, and it's, you know, found footage, uh, it predates the Blair Witch Project, it predates other things. So that intrigued me, and I decided, you know, I don't know, what, to do. what should I watch? I'll check out this one. So let us dig into the McPherson tape from 1989. Happy birthday to you! Wait, Michael, shh, shh, don't blow yet. And then you can tell me. Oh, it's working. Forget it. Oh, what a guy. You're gonna break your neck with that thing. I'm gonna break your neck. Holy shit, What the hell was that? Holy shit. What the hell is that? He's got him! He shot one of them dead. It's right outside there. Are you sure it's not back there? It's not back there. I just took a look in there. Get out. This is a, as I said, a found footage film. And from beginning to end, it's shot from the point of view of someone who has a film camera. Or it seems like, you know, like a regular old home video camera. Yeah, and sort of we're getting the shots inside this sort of rustic home, kind of wood log cabin-y type place where there is, it looks like, a, you know, a family celebrating a birthday for a little girl named Michelle. And, you know, there's like, seems like multiple brothers, one brother and his wife and their daughter is Michelle. And then there's some other brothers of varying ages. Um... One of the brothers is the one who's doing all the videotaping of everything. And there's also the mother of these men here. Of course, since they're adults, she's pretty old herself. And I don't know, maybe like wife and girlfriend or something. I, I don't remember exactly who the women were. But all in all, you know, it's like a family get together. Multiple people are coming over to celebrate the birthday together. And they're just, you know, having dinner. It's pretty average. 
and they're making fun of the guy who's holding the camera, Michael, because he just will not stop recording every little thing that's going on in this, you know, dinner. One thing I thought funny about this was Michael, you know, aside from putting the camera on people's faces, he's also like filming the food or just like looking at it. And like, that's some Instagram business right here. People are making fun of him too. You know, he's like, he's not going to eat anymore. He's just going to take pictures of food. So, you know, who would have thought something like that would become something people really do in real life? You know, take pictures of their beautiful meals, let them get all cold before they actually eat them. Anyway, the film itself, you know, you you start out with this sort of family thing. People are talking. People are talking over each other. It's like a real life, you know, sort of family get together where certain people are talking about one thing and other people are talking about something else totally different. Um, in the beginning, when they're just sort of chatting to each other, the guys, you could still hear in the side the grandma talking with a wife or a girlfriend or someone and talking about how hard it was to live after her husband passed away. I'm like, whoa, that is some heavy dinner talk over there that they're getting into. Wow, I would definitely be trying to avoid that conversation if I were at this dinner table. But anyway, the guys um, have to go out because the um, when the little girl blows out her candles for her birthday cake, all the lights go out in the house. So they're like, okay, we got to like go fix the lights, right? So they go outside to where the fuse box is or whatever, and they don't seem to be getting it to work. But then they see like a flashing red light from somewhere and they're very concerned that, you know, hey, what is that? Like, we need to check it out. Like, could that, you know, is it like a police or someone's light? Like, what is that? And it's just sort of like a brief thing. It's not like continuing to happen. But anyway, they decide to go out and look around. Um, they think like they're going to go check out um, one of the neighbor's houses or something. And they're sort of wandering around in the woods, kind of getting a little lost, but they see something sort of glowing in the distance at a point. And it's very hard to tell what it is because this is actually shot on video. Like it is, you know, not quite great quality by any means. So it's kind of, and also of course the guy who's holding the camera, Michael, you know, it's kind of shifting around. He's zooming in as well. So you're getting even shakier cam because he's super zoomed. And so it's like, what is that? You can hear them saying it's like a spaceship. And I couldn't really tell. It was just like some sort of light. But you do eventually sort of get a good glimpse at it where you do see, okay, yeah, I do see. That looks like a spaceship. and looks like the door's open. And I'm like, oh, God, the door's open. And you see in the side of the frame, there's like a, a, a being standing there. And it's pretty easy to tell that it's not a human. You know, humanoid, but with sort of that signature sort of gray alien big head. So they're... I don't know if all the guys can see it, but the guy in the camera can definitely see it because he's freaking out and saying, you know, that's a spaceship. There are aliens. And then one of the aliens turns and looks at directly at the camera. And that's when, of course, Michael freaks out and everyone else freaks out. He's like, they saw us. We got to go. We got to go right now. So they run, run, like panic. The view you're seeing at this point is basically nothing. You know, like a bit of the guy's shirt in front of him. It's kind of really all you can see in blackness everywhere around. So they run back to the house and are basically panicked, which freaks out everyone who's still there, like the women and the child, because it's like, what the heck is going on? What are you guys freaked out about? Um, and they're like, there's aliens. And they start to grab the guns and everyone's like, is this some sort of joke? Like, what are you talking about? You're talking about like, did you see an animal or something scare you? Um, 
course, they're acting very serious with the guns and everything, shotguns, and the um, mother, grandmother. I, I'm calling her Granny because she seems very old, but she is technically the mother of these main characters, these main male characters. But for, I was just call her Granny, is being very realistic. She's like, I don't like these guns. Like, put those guns down. What are you doing? Don't do that. Don't point these guns at people. Don't do that. You know, stop. And I think that's, you know, a very smart, realistic thing that this throughout this whole movie, people are acting pretty, their acting is very realistic. Seems like you could see this happening in real life type of thing, you know, rather than everyone just wholeheartedly believing this group, saying they saw aliens immediately. They're like, what? Are you t- what? Um, like, calm down. Just stop what you're doing. Okay, like, we could, we'll figure it out, but don't do that. So this is a very tense moment. But they calm down, you know, it's like, okay, stop this. Okay, nothing's following us. We're fine. Let's just get back to opening the presents for this little girl, you know. Don't freak out. It's it's her day. Like, please, let's just get back to this. So they start to open the presents. Or, like, they come down to eat cake and open presents. You know, the you know, business as usual, usual, basically. And around here, at one point, the little girl gets up and goes out of the room. And I was like, oh, God, you're going to hear a scream. She's going to be captured, but she isn't. It's like, oh, that's interesting. I I would have done that if I were the filmmaker. I mean, that's too obvious. But anyway, she comes back. She gets her toys, whatever. They notice their watches are all stopped. And that's a weird thing for sure. It's definitely not normal that they would all stop at the same time. But anyway, they're getting they're still getting prepared to leave. Um, so they, some of the guys got outside to like go get the car. So it seemed like everything went fine now. So some of the folks are getting ready to leave the house. I think only Michael and the grandma live together. So everyone is like leaving to go to their houses, you know, after this dinner together and making plans for their next meeting. So they go outside and someone finds a drawing of an alien, the alien being like the drawing of the alien that looks like what they saw. So they think this is a terrible sign. They freak out and make everyone come back inside. It's like, okay, clearly it's not safe out there. Do not go, do not leave. You have to come back right now. So everyone is screaming and talking about like aliens. And I think there's like around, but I did not see anything really because again of the really, uh, the footage not being super, you know, high quality as it wouldn't be for a home video camera from 1989 or whatever. And also because the camera is like shaking around and it's very dark. It's, it's hard to tell if there's really something there. But anyway, you can hear everyone freaking out about aliens. So it's like, okay, there must be something happening. <laughs> um... And so they shoot one, and you hear a thud. So the guy's like, okay, we're going to go get the truck. Do not all come outside with us. We're going to get the truck, and then pull it up front, and everyone can come in the truck and leave, because that's, like, the safest way, maybe. You know, less fumbling around in the darkness that way. But for some reason, one of the guys brings in the dead alien. He brings it in puts it in the back room. And it's like, what are you doing? That is a bad move, because if it's not dead, it is inside the house now and can do things. So, of course, everyone thinks it's a bad idea. And the grandma's like, I can't believe you brought that in a house. And I'm like, this is funny. You know, for everything that's going on, you can still think that way rather than just, like, having a heart attack or whatever and falling down. Like, you can still sort of think logically in a sense. Like, it would be similar, like, if someone brought in a dead dog or something. You're like, what are you doing bringing that in the house? In this case, though, it's more dangerous because I alien. Um... But the guys are like, okay, we are going to leave. So the two men leave and leave everyone else in the house, you know, including Michael, the cameraman. 
And it's like, well, all we can do is really wait for them to come back, which is gross, because they have to stick there with a dead alien in the back room, which is not locked, by the way. They cannot lock that back door. It's just sort of like a bit of calm before the storm. You can feel it because I think it's, you know, it's a little bit of time. Nobody comes back. They hear, I think, a gun or a scream. And the wife uh, runs out into the darkness. They find the truck. The truck is like broken into, kind of smashed, but nobody's there. So either way, it's clear that the truck is kind of broken and they will not be able to leave via the truck. It's like, oh no. And what happened to the guys? They're not there. You know, they're not hanging out with the truck dead or anything. So they're like, okay, we need to go back inside the house. And we have to assume that they went somewhere else to get help for us. You know, they've continued on their journey. That's why we didn't see them there. They're fine. They're not dead. So they go back inside. And and the grandma's trying to calm everyone down, like being very logical and saying, you know, they're going to, you know, they'll probably take like 40 minutes. They got to go to this place or this place. You know, that neighbor's actually out this weekend, but they could try the other neighbor. So she's just trying to reassure them with like logical thoughts that they will be able to go get help and bring someone back to get them out of this cabin. And I really appreciate that. And there's like things that have been happening throughout which seem like, oh, is this normal or is this like something weird going on? Like, for example, throughout the movie, you see people cough every once in a while. And also the grandma like keeps like touching her head like she has a headache or something. Um, similarly, people have mentioned it's really hot. And it's like, okay, all these things are happening. And are these normal things or are these like alien induced things? But I really like that it's sort of gone from normal to, you know, extremely abnormal in such a short as uh, period of time. So I think they start like playing cards, you know, they're just like trying to be calm. But things keep happening here too, where randomly one of the women gets up and tries to go to the front door and open it. And they're like, no, 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 you cannot open that door. No way. Come back here. Um, this happens again with the grandma next, where she tries to go to the door and they have to stop her. And but she says, you know, I heard someone saying open the door. And no one else heard it. So he's like, you know, it was in my brain, basically. And it wasn't threatening or scary. It was just like, open the door. Um, so it's pretty clear that this is not normal either. This is like some sort of alien mental abilities that is trying to convince these people or control them to open this door and let them in, basically. Unfortunately, Michael at this point goes and looks in the back room and sees the alien is gone. The quote-unquote dead alien is not there anymore. And the back door is kind of open. So he's like, oh man, the alien's not there anymore. And it could be it went outside or maybe that's a trick. Um, but anyway, he looks around the room briefly, but there's like there's like a big closet with a ton of clothes. And I'm like, there could be an alien in there. You can't tell. Um, so he locks the back door though, um, like the outside door. And it was kind of humorous here as well where the grandma's like, it could just be wandering around in the house, you know? Hope it's not in the bathroom. Which I'm like, yeah, I would agree. I would not want the alien to be in the bathroom. <laughs> but anyway, it seems like, okay, maybe it's gone. And you're starting to hear stuff at the doors, you know, jingling, jingling. People are getting scared. Um, but then it seems to stop. And they're like, okay, let's just hang out in the kitchen and put that stupid camera away, Michael. It's really bothering me. So he does finally put the camera down, like, in a corner. Um, that's not in the kitchen, but you can kind of see into the kitchen. You can also see into the hallway where the alien um, was in the bedroom before. You can see sort of this view. And at this point, I'm like, 
okay, the camera's just here. We're obviously going to see something. And in the corner of the screen, there was like a red flashing light coming from some something. I'm not sure what it was in the house, but it's just like blinking red. And I'm like, oh no, that's a bad sign. <laughs> These people are not safe. Um, and of course, it's at this point when you finally do see coming down the hallway, a trio of aliens. And they are silent. They're completely silent. They're walking and nobody seems to notice it in the kitchen. And um, they're basically wandering into the kitchen. And you never see what happens. You don't hear the family scream or anything. You just see that one of the aliens turns and looks at the camera again. And then the film ends. And I thought that was an excellent ending to a very tense and very good movie. I really like this whole thing, the McPherson tape. A plus in my book. Very good found footage film. Very good film in general. I was extremely tense throughout. My stomach hurt when I was watching this movie. It was just like so tense. And I was like, ah, I can't get up. I can't pause. I just have to deal with this, this terror that I'm feeling, this dread. Because it just comes across so well. It's not all about the aliens. There's, you know, in the beginning and sort of throughout, there's discussion of these families and their interpersonal lives and the struggles they're dealing with. And then, of course, there is this overarching drama about the aliens that just makes it so much more interesting and believable in a sense. Obviously, it's a film, not a real thing, but it was very good. I really liked it. I'd recommend anyone who's interested to definitely get that movie. Um, after watching it, I checked out a special feature, which has sort of a director Q&A from Fantastic Fest. And he talked about some really cool stuff about this movie. I certainly didn't know. I don't know anything about this movie, but that originally he made these on tape, you know, and the company was supposed to publish the movie or whatever. That place burned down. So he was basically, you know, left with the belief that his movie was destroyed because that's where the master was. But apparently they had actually made a few VHS copies before the whole place burned down and those got out to, uh, you know, rental places. And apparently someone grabbed this at a rental place. And what they ended up doing was taking off the credits from the movie and then presenting it as a real alien footage movie or, you know, real alien footage and showed it at a UFO convention. And it became a big deal in that sort of UFO world. So I think that's great because it's like, wow, you know, this thing took on a life of its own. Become something totally different. The director did not know this until later that people were showing it the movie still existed and that it was being touted as real footage. Um, the director actually remade the movie in a sense. And I think 1998, I didn't know this either. My, I figured out when my friend was talking about having seen this movie, but we realized he'd actually seen a movie called Alien Abduction, which is the same director who basically remade his movie. Um, but instead of just being a found footage movie, there was like footage, but then there was also interviews with experts, quote unquote. Um, you know, sort of, again, propping it up as like a real thing. So that is a sequel, or I guess it's more of a remake. And I have not seen that yet, but I would definitely really like to, because I really like this movie. I want to watch it again with the director's commentary. I want to watch the director's cut. Uh, even though the version I saw of the original cut, which is like 63 to 69 minutes, is good. Um, it really flies by. But I just, I really enjoyed it. I, I am, like, excited to see it again. I'm excited to see this other version of it that was made years later. I just think it's great that these movies can still be found 
and have an audience. The version I saw, which is on Blu-ray, is technically just based off the VHS quality, you know, film. So again, it's not utterly gorgeous. But in this case, where you're expected to assume this is like found footage from the 80s, it makes sense. It fits the theme. And you wouldn't want things to be too realistic because then you would see, truly, you'd see like, okay, that's clearly an alien costume or a human in a, with a little alien suit on rather than an alien. So stuff like that, it really works. And I quite enjoyed it. I do not often have movies that I'm so gung-ho happy about watching. Uh, maybe if you've listened to some of my other episodes, you can tell. <laughs> I am easy. I'm easily amused. I'll watch anything. And usually if something is average, I'll be like, that's fine. I watched it. But rarely am I watching something and being like, oh my God, this is so great. And this is the case where this movie is so great. And I want more people to see it. It's available on DV. Uh, it's available on Blu-ray, excuse me, which is the first time it has officially been released. And I think it's only $20. Uh, that's U.S. dollars, of course. And the Blu-ray is region-free, so you do not have to worry about being unable to watch it because you don't have to worry about your region Blu-ray player. So um, it's available on Vinegar Syndrome. It's also available on, like, uh, Diabolic DVD and probably other places as well. That's just where I know I've seen it. So if you're at all intrigued, I would say absolutely get the McPherson tape. I really liked it. I am, like, really hyped up now to watch other found footage movies and, of course, Alien Abduction, which looks like it's on archive.org in full. So I'm probably going to watch that soon. I um, don't know if I'll cover it because it's kind of the same question mark. But anyway, great time. Lovely film. I hope that you guys go check it out um, if you can because it's very cool. I don't know if it's available on streaming anywhere um, legitimately. Um, but if it is, definitely check that out. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of All of Them Witches. I'll have another episode out in about two weeks.